0: Um, We've evolved into a personal brand in multiple companies and marketing, and uh, you're now director of marketing. Welcome back to the Mac Podcast, where we basically unfollow the herd in entrepreneurship, in real estate, and in marketing. So I have a special guest with me today, the one behind the scenes. We're doing a little follow-up of a podcast that we did in January, but she basically puts all this content out. Into the place where people can see it, um, and uh, she helps me every step of the way. And without her, none of this would be possible. So, thank you, Jen. You're welcome. You're uh, thanks you're, for having me back. Yeah, you're 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 impacting. And this you had a lot of views last time. It did. It and did. we're just going to give away the nitty gritty. Like, what the hell are we doing? Mm-hmm. Um, how are we doing it? And mm-hmm. where we're going to take this? So, um, but I want to share some more things about Jen. And why, why are you doing this and how'd you end up here and your story a little bit? I know we, we got into it a little bit, but let's, let's, uh, where, 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 where was Jen, where's Jen from?
1: Well, so I was born in Bismarck.
0: Oh, Bismarck. Bismarck. That's a good place. There's people there.
1: Yep. So I lived there until I was about three and then we actually moved to Grand Forks and we lived in Grand Forks for a couple of years while my dad went to law school at UND, um, we were, I was just at the Mac office. We were talking about I went to preschool here, so they, we're doing a concrete project over by like my the, the elementary pre- school I went to. <laughs> okay. So I was, it's like oh, I went to preschool there, and Hunter's like, okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, how did you? So you went from Bismarck to Grand Forks,
1: right to Grand Forks, and then back to Bismarck while my dad. Wow, Mark was interned.
0: Was was your dad? I like your dad's name, too, by the yeah. way. And uh, he went to UND?
1: He did, for okay. law school. Okay. So he, a little fun fact, he was a cop in Bismarck. And oh. then he told my mom one day, he's like, you know, I've always wanted to go to law school. And she's like. How old is he? I was three. So he's probably 27. So was a cop. He was a cop. Yep. Wow. He, so he had, a, um, I think, a criminal justice degree, undergrad. Sure. And then Makes he's sense. he's a cop and he's like oh, I'm tired of putting people in jail. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so, people so wait a minute, he's gonna be an attorney and keep him out of jail? Yeah, so he's a defense attorney now. So <laughs> Hey,
0: you need a defense attorney. Yeah, Mark Freeze yep. uh one of the best in North Dakota. So Yep.
1: So um went to law school. He did law school up here. Um We moved back to Bismarck, only lived there for about a year, and then we moved to Fargo, and that's pretty much where I grew up. up. So I tell people I'm from Fargo or Argusville, little small town north of there, like or Fargo, like a Thompson kind of. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Doesn't have a school or a Dollar General, but it's got a bar and a church, so you know. It's
0: officially a town in in North Dakota. That's considered a town.
1: Exactly. So my parents have lived there for the last eighteen years, nineteen years. So they've they've lived there for a while. So that's a long time. Um. But yeah, I went to high school in Fargo, um, private school kid, went to Shanley. So a lot of people are like, oh, private school kid or gross Shanley, like whatever. But I don't know. I liked it, small class size. Wait, why, why would
0: they do that? What What is Shanley known for? And I, I don't know. It's
1: just like the private Catholic school. Oh, like the uppity I, group. Yeah. You guys so, had like
0: cupcakes for every lunch and stuff.
1: If only we had, actually the school lunches weren't bad. Shout out to Patty. She was cool. She's still there, I think. She's cooking lunches? She's cooking lunches. Yep. Damn. She was one of my best friend's mom, actually. Oh. So. Um,
0: yeah, we, in Thompson, we got like, I think each lunch was like a ten, and it's, it was okay.
1: Yeah. I'd say it passed. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, keep, I always tell my brother. I'm like, you let me know when you have cheese quesadillas and I will come back for school lunch because oh, yeah. those are my favorite. I,
0: I, but, I loved it all. Honestly, it's yeah. lunches are just one of them things. It's like uh, you just live with it. And yep. uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I was a TV dinner guy growing up. So that's. uh
1: <laughs> Yeah. We had like tacos and spaghetti were like the two oh, that's staple it? meals like my mom didn't was not. Did a, you guys ever have a, a
0: thing called Crispito's?
1: I don't know what that is. I
0: I don't know exactly what they were, but they you'd like dump a bunch of hot sauce and it's like a mini fried burrito thing. I don't know.
1: I don't think so. It's phenomenal. Okay, I'll take your word for it.
0: Yeah, we'll have one
1: sometime. Okay. Do they have gluten in them? Uh, probably, probably extra so, gluten. So none for Jen, but that's okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, cool. high school was good, and then, um, college. I moved up to Grand Forks. Um. I knew I wanted to, to move away from Fargo. I did apply to NDSU. I got into NDSU, UND, and University of Mary out in Bismarck. Because oh, that's wow. where all my family still is, extended family. Um, so I, I was like, University of Mary would be great. It's so cool. Like, it's yeah. beautiful out there. Yeah. I don't know. Campus is gorgeous. But it's kind of expensive. So <laughs> I was like, mm, probably not. So how many years did you go to Mary? I didn't. Oh, you th- didn't go to Bismarck. No, I just oh. got accepted. Oh, okay. So those were like my three choices, UND, uh, okay. NDSU, you marry. And I was like kind of weighing them all. Um, I had a couple friends that were coming up to UND, so that was kind of my... And it's closer. It's yeah. a lot closer than Bismarck, so I was like... For sure. We'll go here. And I actually started as a pre-nursing major. Wow. So Much different. Yeah. So I was taking didn't take chemistry in high school. So I took chemistry in college and it was after the third time I took it, I was like, this probably isn't for me.
0: Chemistry is tough.
1: Yeah. Especially if you hadn't taken it, I didn't have any background in it. So the way the class, why was am I up, learning
0: all this egg to be a nurse
1: literally? And I'm like, absolutely not. So <laughs> I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And, um, I saw kind of doing my research and I was like, do I want to do like a political science? Do I want to do, I was like, I don't even know marketing or business. I was like, I don't know what I want to do. And then I saw communication and I had a real interest in radio. Like I wanted to be a radio personality for the longest time. Wow,
0: this is, you're you're coming out here.
1: You might have a career change. I know, just be, I wanted to be on the radio. You're right where you want to be then right now. Well, there's still, there's cameras on me and I don't know. I don't, I don't like no cameras, no cameras, but, (laughs) um, yeah, I wanted to do that. And that kind of fell under communications. Um, and when I met with the advisor, she gave me this eight and a half by 11, like your standard sheet of paper. And the whole thing was filled with like different things you could do with a communications degree. So like law school's on the table, if I ever wanted to do that, or, radio communications public broadcasting just so many different options so it's like yeah. sounds like a good idea and then i didn't have to take any math classes <laughs> so
0: avoid the math
1: like business and marketing like you had to take like finance and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i was like not for me so yeah.
0: that's where i hung out
1: it's like we'll hit hit communications and then i graduated. it only took me an extra semester so that was kind of my worry oh, switching sure. after a little more school. Yep. It was a whole year that I had done pre okay. year just about a year and a half, I think. And okay. so I was like, Oh, I was worried, but I got it, got it done and learned a lot. But
0: I, uh, when I went into business, like business college of business, there's like all these credits you take that you're like, why? And, uh, because I left engineering. Engineering was full of like this calculus and diffy Q and, and chemistry and physics. And oh my gosh, like kill me.
1: But here's the thing. You're good at math. I'm not.
0: Yeah. Like one thing I'm good at is math. <laughs> like for sure. Communications. I wish I would have took something in communications just because now I'm learning it. Right. I'm trying to figure it out. It's how you portray things. It's how you say things. Mm-hmm. It's how you deliver things. And obviously putting myself in front of cameras as trying to grow myself in that but yeah it's a it's a unique ability right some people are more gifted than others I feel like and I was not gifted in it
1: oh yeah for sure like well last week I was at communication appreciation Uh, at UND for sure and um just seeing talking there was a lot of alumni there so I got to catch up with some of the people I had classes with and um, also, they had a panel of alumni and current students. Different questions for them. Okay, and that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, just seeing all the different paths these these kids want to want to take. Yeah, I was there as a construction marketer. Is kind of how I portrayed myself because I do yeah. the marketing for Matt Construction as yeah. well. Um, but they're like construction, like you. You work at a construction company, and I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah, and I was like, it's you know, it's a different space. Like, yeah, I'm working really closely with you, um, doing your like your personal brand type stuff, which is a little more normal, <laughs> but like, you can only spread your audience so far with construction.
0: Yeah, it, it it's so tough. We talk about that. We literally slam our brains together every week. Hey, how can we market a really good deal for a construction company? And and it's not even construction because like we did residential construction. We'll do weird homeowner stuff and show right. hacks and tips and that. We're not doing that. Exactly. We're talking about commercial real estate. We're talking about architects um you know these are our viewers and there's very few viewers when you get you're talking architects, engineers and you know, large developers, that's a very small crowd of people that exactly. we're trying to speak to.
1: Exactly. And it's trying to exactly, figure out exactly how to speak to them yes. and how to get in front of them. Like we're, yeah, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's probably the best space
0: to it's, reach it's them. It's just where the customer that's base is.
1: where they're going to be. But even like targeting ads through through Google and Facebook and stuff like that, it's trying to find like, okay, what, what interests do I put in there to get this right group of people? Like right. it's
0: just, well, are you, are your are your people on Facebook?
1: Right. Exactly. Your
0: homeowners are for sure. Yeah. Everyone's on social media, but is your commercial end user? Right. Um, no, but the wife or maybe your end user is exactly so that's why we do it right yep. Um, yep. but it's very challenging in the construction space uh, if you have any tips we would always take a comment <laughs> drop them, drop and, them down uh, or if you had an idea for us or something um yeah but let's get back to communication because you 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 had this long list in front of you mm-hmm. which is kind of where we ended that how which one did you select and how'd you move forward I didn't select one. Oh, <laughs> so,
1: that's the punchline. Exactly. So I was working while I was in school. I was working part time at Menards retail. Loved it so much. I'm so sad I left. No, I'm not. Um,
0: Your sarcasm bled through there, I was going to say.
1: <laughs> um, so I was working at Menards part time and I kind of moved up. I started as just a regular cashier and then I was a head cashier and I was comfortable like I don't like change. So that was my first real job. Oh,
0: oh sure, like, sure, sure. So you you were into the groove,
1: yeah. So I had nannied and stuff when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I never had like a real job, so I was like comfortable. Didn't want to change. Liked my manager or whatever. Well, right as I was graduating, I graduated December twenty seventeen. Um, from UND. Okay. Um. So one of one of the other managers, the front end manager, so deals with all of like the cash register counting any problems that arise with almost anything Mm -hmm. um last people you see as you go out the door kind of thing um one of the managers was leaving and i asked like the front end manager brad i was like hey can i have her job just because i didn't know what i wanted to do like i Hadn't I'd done my internship at Menards? I didn't go out and do an internship with a radio, sure, studio or anything like that. Yep. I just stayed there, and he's like, "Sure." So, <laughs> hey, ask for the opportunity, and you might get it. Yeah. So I was a second assistant, and then I just kind of moved up. Like I said, I was comfortable there. I used comfortable loosely because I didn't like it. Got yelled at a lot, you know. Um, being a girl working at a hardware store, people don't trust you a lot oh, of times. Gotcha, especially a young girl. I was 21, 22 so oh, wow. I was younger, and um, I I did move up. I was a first assistant, so that means like I was the front end manager, like on my weekend, whatever. Yeah, and. Then I was kind of looking, kind of looking for another job. Um, I think we touched on this the last podcast, but um, one of our mutual friends, Travis Johnson, who oh, was yeah. also on the podcast. Yeah, so yeah,
0: he probably hasn't even been out yet.
1: He hasn't. It will be by the time this one comes out, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 we'll be good. Um, he had called me. He's like, hey, you still looking for a job? I'd been applying, like, I applied at UND, but you needed all of this experience, which I didn't have oh. a retail experience, but I don't have like, you were trying to exit retail. Yeah. I don't have marketing, like all of these jobs, you need five years experience in oh. whatever it's related to almost. And I just didn't have that. And, um, so I was getting interviews and stuff, but then it was the, the email back. Oh, thanks for, thanks for your time, but we've gone a different route. The
0: John Deere letter. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah. Then Travis had called me. You guys were going through some changes and he's like, you're still looking for a job. And I was like, yeah, he's like, oh, I'll give you, I'm going to give Chelsea your number. If that's okay. Matt construction's looking for an office manager. I was you
0: like, had to know some of our people.
1: I don't know that I did. I, I knew or seen them, I whatever. I knew of people. So like I'd seen like Logan and Wyatt. I didn't know they were twins. Cause I'd see them at different times and I'm like, (laughs) he was just in here. He was in aisle 13 and in aisle six. Yeah. I was like, he was just, he was just here. Like he he just checked out. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'd seen people like, you know, uh, Cody, some of the, the GC guys, even some of the concrete guys. Um, I kind of knew Mike because Mike had worked at menard so like oh, yeah. people that i worked yeah. with knew him knew him yep so it was like oh there's newstead like yeah <laughs> he didn't know who i was but <laughs> like um so yeah you guys chelsea brought me in for an interview and like i said last time she must have liked me so then she brought me back i think the next week to meet with you and mike and then you guys emailed me like literally that afternoon Mostly. We got
0: quick if we like you or don't Yeah like you, you Well know? Chelsea
1: was also like Seven and a half Eight months pregnant Oh
0: yeah So you, so, knew you were an urgency Yep
1: Had Some Yeah you knew a connection
0: Yep You used that Into a position You probably weren't looking for
1: Yes and no I oh. applied for some admin jobs <laughs> Oh okay I didn't really care What I was going to be doing As oh. long as it wasn't retail Oh At well, that point So it was fine Look at you now Yeah I know
0: so what, what? What year? What year was that?
1: Twenty
0: twenty.
1: Okay. So it was COVID too. Yeah. So like retail during COVID was absolutely miserable. Like <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Weird s- scanners and masks and.
1: Well, uh, Menards at the time wasn't allowing children under sixteen. Oh my god. So telling people they can't bring their kids in, like just miserable, like getting into fights with people, like. I don't make the rules, man, but I have to enforce them. Man, do I love
0: some politics, though.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Go write a letter to your president.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) I did stay there part-time after I started here, though. So, but it was mainly because they do profit sharing. So so I knew I was getting a check at the end of the year. Oh, yeah, that's Um, right. Because I had reached my hours for the year. So I was like. Might as well.
0: I'm sure they would say the same thing. I mean, maybe they wouldn't tell you that, but you knew that. and Yeah. uh, Yeah. They knew what you were doing, I'm sure. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I actually worked in the receiving department. So I was forklift certified. That's
0: right. I remember you doing this. Yep.
1: Don't ask me how many times I crashed one of those things yeah. though, or ran into shelving or... Yeah.
0: You were hired as an office manager from memory. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing you in Menards and you're like, oh, hey, Mark. And I didn't even know you had like your headband on as some cheetah print. Of course. And you were running around, you know, probably normal for that, mm-hmm. gi- that job. Um, so, I, I mean, I didn't know much of you at that time. I don't right. even think you started for us. You were like in your two week... Probably. ...thing. Yeah. So... Um, but yeah, you were an office manager. Basically, you uh, you took pretty much every loose job there is.
1: Yep. You get them all. Hiring, HR. Uh, I was doing accounting at yeah. that point, running payroll, yeah. entering bills, paying bills.
0: Cleaning, hospitality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We make sure our office managers are busy. Yep. Um, and uh, you're going to learn a lot of things, though. You probably mm-hmm. learned a lot during that couple of years of... Um, you know, it's a lot of you got to take a lot of different people are communicating with you too. And mm-hmm. you're like the whole mix of the office. So
1: yep. answering phones, there's a, there's a long, long time there where I was that, that fall that I first started. It was like a whole month that I think I was the only one in the office. Yeah. We were a small office at right, that time yeah. too. Yeah, I suppose. You were still over there. I was the only one up front because Chelsea was on maternity leave. Yeah. I think it was Cody and Mike were like the, and Zach were the only <laughs> other ones and they were all out helping where needed like i literally was the only one there for like
0: that's always awkward too it's like so if you have a question you figure it out
1: pretty much and
0: i i like i don't you know what i mean our onboarding process is probably a little different nowadays Um, i hope so i don't know that it's a lot greater than that maybe katie could vouch but um yeah for jen you pretty much get onboarded um Here's a list of shit you need to do, and uh, here you go. And we'll see you in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, I think I had Chelsea for, like, less than a month for her to show me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kind of how things were running. We were getting getting ready for the second annual golf tournament, which we're now on our fifth this yes. August 3rd this year.
0: August 3rd. We will drop a link below. Sign yep. up. Uh, we're gonna spon-
1: have some- sponsorship opportunities, golf opportunities.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all going for back the blue. I um, like to help out young kids as well. Within um, They go shopping for Christmas. We yep. were able to get some money to them. So the cops will take the kids Christmas shopping. Super cool. Um, yep. But yeah, make sure to register for that golf tournament. We raise as much money as possible for a good cause. Yes. And and it's uh, a truly fun day for us. So we have as much fun as possible. Probably yes. too much fun. A
1: little too much fun a little sometimes. little too much but
0: fun. My head usually a good, hurts a little bit in the morning. It's a good time. After it.
1: Um. But yeah, so we were getting gearing up for that. Um, it, my first, because I started, I think July of 2020, because I had to put my two weeks in, and it was after my birthday. My birthday's the end of June. Yeah. Um, so we were getting getting ready for that, and Chelsea was getting ready to have a baby, and she's like, "All right, I'm getting induced the day after the golf tournament." I was like, "Perfect, I'll have your help." like I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, didn't her water broke or something the day before and had she had knocks the day before the, the golf, golf tournament.
0: tournament. Um Yeah, I was probably not the best dad at that point, only because I still made the golf tournament. One of us had to. You were a month in? Probably less than
1: a month, yeah.
0: Operating the golf tournament with Little to no direction, I'm sure I mean, maybe we were prepared a little bit from the first yeah. one, but uh this was our second and it was
1: the second one, so it was at the country club, and your first one wasn't yeah, the first one I don't know where.
0: The- yeah, we learned a lot in these in these golf tournaments it's a it's a process to put them on, it's a process to get everything together it's it's an event, and uh you got to host it, and if you're not used to it or you don't do it all the time, there's a lot of shit to it, and uh yeah, I remember I still made it for. For uh, The, the whole up.
1: day and you left your wife at the hospital
0: Yep <laughs> Without a name for the baby Correct And I gave her a name for the baby And the only thing I told her was It had to start with an M And so I left the hospital We were in agreement Because I didn't have any choice with my two older daughters So And then I get called on hole one Crying Telling me you know Why did you leave You know it's like all <laughs> these emotions going on and she names she names him Knox. I find out later. So uh, his initials were supposed to be a Mac. That was the only thing. I didn't right. care what his name was. I left with M. I said, let's just narrow it down because she was that whole list. It's like okay, um, let's narrow it down. And and yeah, so his 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 initials are CAC. <laughs> Kak, K A K. Supposed to be M A K. Yeah. Tidbit story to that golf tournament, but. Let's fast forward a little bit yep. into what you're doing today, because I think it's you've you've evolved out of the office manager position. You've yep. evolved out of the running everything type position mm-hmm. of, of basically. Um, we've evolved into a personal brand in multiple companies and marketing, and uh, you're now director of marketing. Um, I don't know what name we actually call it specifically. I, I
1: don't know what my title is. So, um, and I don't think,
0: yeah, I don't know. Important to you, maybe not as important to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're basically the producer of all the content we. You're you're the last say whether it goes out the door, right? Yep. So So, um, yeah. So if you have any uh, feedback for Jen, we always take it. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't get a lot of criticism though. No. I always look for like the haters because then it like motivates me even more.
1: Well, Facebook is where you need to find that because okay. your your Facebook page. There's some people that are like good. There, there's a keep pouring not, the love. Not in there. hateful, but like not supportive comments. I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that, <laughs> like, that's the gasoline. Yeah, just helps light the fire harder. Yeah. Um. So. so yeah. Well, that's that's good. Maybe we'll look at those harder on Fridays.
1: Yeah, we'll have to. <laughs> we'll have to
0: <laughs> this so. guy's an idiot or you know all the hurtful thing and it, you just you, I use it as pure motivation you just gotta flip the script no, right like, don't take anything heart to heart exactly like, don't, I, I don't care what those people those people are probably jobless and sitting at home and all they can do is bring other people down
1: yep just the keyboard warriors yeah just yeah, yeah, yeah yeah typing comments on everyone's stuff But angry like, my favorite is the one there's a reel um, where you explain um, I made 1.1 million dollars on one real estate transaction
0: oh tell me more well good hook
1: it was your hook but is the one where um basically you made that much money but then you split it with the other owner because you own the building oh sure yep and so people are like so you really only made five hundred thousand well i want to comment back and be like Thanks for watching the whole video. <laughs> like <laughs> that was the ticket. <laughs> like that's that's literally all you're telling me is that you watched the entire video. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh,
0: it's all about how you see the video. You know what I mean? I was uh, we just did a podcast with my daughter, and she even understands what they're doing in some of these. If you actually break down what you're watching, right? You may have enjoyed the whole video, but then then I like okay, why did I enjoy that video? So now I like I look back and I'm like, okay, you made one point one million dollars. Here's all the reasons why, but I had a partner. Right, it was a fifty fifty, so you didn't make that much money. I still made five hundred fifty grand, like right. And you watched the video, so exactly I win. Exactly, you know what I mean. Like it was a hook. It was a little bit of clickbait. That's what a hook is. Exactly, it's clickbait. Yeah. So, anywho, let's uh, yeah. Well, uh, it's interesting though in these videos now that we've been doing them every day. Um. But I know we talked about the process at that point, like what we were doing and how we were breaking down. And um, so, what are we doing right now? What's what in your take? What are we doing, and how are we doing it?
1: Yeah, you know, it's changed a little bit since the last video, too. Um, we have—I'm not ending, editing reels anymore. I think I still was in January.
0: So why did we do that?
1: Um, to take some load off of me because <laughs> I was so, doing almost everything.
0: So load meaning. Meaning you're delegating things that take time. Correct. And people could do it more efficiently
1: or at a less cost. Correct. Both. Right. Because it was so that, taking me. It was taking me way too long to right. edit one 30-second reel.
0: Right. And now we can pencil them off to VAs.
1: Yep. Exactly. Um, so we've actually got we've actually got two editors. Um, so one who's ripping. Um, Time stamping your longer YouTube videos, yeah. um, and pulling shorts from those, um, and then one who's um, editing ones that we that we shoot. Um, those ones I still do clip throughout. Like if you're blank staring at the camera, or you're like, ah, oh, I'm gonna redo that. I still do clip that out. So they've got the uh, lots of blank
0: stares, lots, and lots of, blank of bloopers, stares,
1: lots of bloopers. Um, There's no one
0: perfect behind these freaking cameras. I've watched the best of the best raw film. It's literally as choppy as you can get it. It's it's think about it, do it, say the hook, say the bot. It's not like I'm fluently just a freaking robot out here delivering a perfect message. Like, this right. isn't live. It's right. literally like well thought out, trying to rip something that you understand. I mean, not all real. Some, some you just rip, but everyone right. thinks that they're delivered perfectly. And then we've been working with Ryan Pineda, mm-hmm. Um, we can go him, we'll go to his office and watch him break down a reel. Everyone's like, Oh, he's perfect. You know, it's like, no, no. that guy's chopping it. He's, he, you know, he's like, uh, blank stairs, rips apart. Yep, Yeah. And so it's like,
1: and then he thinks about his next part and then he rips it. Yeah. Cause cause even, um, hopefully by the time this comes out, your podcast with him is out as well.
0: Oh yeah. Um, yeah.
1: because we went to Vegas for 20 eight hours i don't even know how long we were there it was quick yeah quick trip. death trip oh it was miserable we
0: did meet with ryan so we did a podcast with ryan and got to meet with him for an hour um we did get to eat at berries though that was pretty exciting we did we did that. that was
1: good um
0: the below the circa if you haven't stayed at the circa we had a that
1: was i Jen would found it i would stay there again yeah 100 um but yeah so even watching he ripped a couple reels with you even watching him, it was, it was nice to have him there. Cause he coached you through it as well. Right. Like, oh, no, you do have to say that in one, one sentence type thing. Cause you would say like one, like three words and then stop and then say a little bit more. He's like, you can do that all at once. Yeah. We like, ripped, you we can rip some reels with them. Yep. Yeah. Are that, those on his camera or ours? Um, I have the footage. They have the audio. Oh, you still haven't had the audio. No. So I need to get the audio. Well, we better find that. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so sitting ripping reels. Uh, and he stops me. And he's like, don't say it like that. Say it like this. Because he's got right. a vision in his head for the video. The, right. The ad.
1: And that's, I think, that's one thing I need to get better at is like the total vision. Like, okay, that's the one thing I struggle with. And I think you may struggle with just a little bit is because he's got the whole thing, like the whole reel
0: thought yeah, out it. It in his
1: head. He's like, I want it to, I want the hook to be this. And I want my conclusion to be this and he all the body the in between. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's the the middle is where the practice comes in. Anyone can come up with the beginning, the hook, and anyone can come up with the, the conclusion or the call to action. But it's the middle is where the freaking, the money's made. So you, and it's just reps. Like the more right. and more I do, it's like, okay, get into detail, deliver the message, provide value as fast as humanly possible. Right. And I'm a
1: rambler you are yeah you are
0: uh you don't want to be rambling in reels
1: they've gotten a lot better though like even i go back two months a month and a half um some of your reels are like a minute and a half two three minutes long like it's a long it's a long it's a long long reel yeah um but like the ones we shot we shot a couple last friday they were all under a minute so which is we're getting better. We're getting better. That's what we want.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a slow learner, Jen. It's I'm a slow learner. Me
1: too. It's fine.
0: I need to think about something 6 to 800 times before I really understand it, and that's just who I am. But once I understand it, I I can execute on it and I'll I'll do it. But yeah, this is a learning process. And I'm more comfortable today, which I think self-doubt is a big thing that like holds you back like from getting behind the camera or getting in front of the camera instead of from behind the camera where right. you are. It's like self-doubt is like a huge thing. I was listening to Andy Fursella on a podcast about confidence and and trying to be just like you always have this self-doubt and you're like, I don't know if I want to go on Ryan's podcast. It's scary. And it's not really. I mean, methodically, it is because there's a lot of viewers. I don't want to screw up, you know, but it's like just be you live without the self-doubt. People like who you are and they may not love who you are. You know, you got the haters on Facebook, but... I've always had I think that's what why people get scared of with the camera in front of them, like just self-doubt right. It's just the confidence of doing it. I don't know. So yeah, Andy Versella has a whole podcast on that and and overcoming fears of getting like my wife can get into work in front of the camera, and I've never seen anyone have the white <laughs> screen go off like literally the blankest I can't even hold up cards and her to read a word like she just freezes so Look,
1: you shot a story couple days ago about the golf tournament and she's like uh like didn't even know what to say like you just asked her the date like
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah the 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 thing about with like chelsea is she wants to do this stuff right but she's living in the gap of fear that what are other people going to think of me right judgment fear self-doubt if she can overcome those four things you know what i mean like that little piece of thing and that's all the viewers watching this i guarantee you're not in front of a camera, you're not turning the camera around because of self-doubt, fear, judgment of other people. People don't give a shit what you have to do. Most, I'm, I'm delivering as much content as possible on a very low quality, I think. No one's out here just freaking ripping on me. There's a few on Facebook. Whatever. I don't really give a shit what they think. I did six months ago. I just don't care as much anymore. So I don't know. It's, it's a, but it's a thing. It like holds you back. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how long can you sit in the fear, judgment, self doubt? What other people think, right. you know, what I, mean? I was, I was going on a rant there, but it's, 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 it's a, rambles. It's a, it's a problem. Yeah. I think like now you're seeing more people produce content we're in coaching, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, you can go on about, I mean, why do we do reels and that kind of thing? Like, I think some people just don't understand that.
1: You know, it's the, atten- the attention, like it's kind of maybe not the right word, but like no, getting your name out. Yeah. No one knows people, you. Yeah. Like people are starting to know your name, like um, LinkedIn reels. The Instagram, TikTok type thing. People are seeing you, um, which is getting getting the attention towards not only you but to Matt Construction and Matt Capital. Mm-hmm. So,
0: who's the guy that was in jail? Uh, uh, there was a influencer.
1: And is it Andrew Tate? Yeah, is that who you're Andrew talking
0: Tate? About? So I, I forgot his name. Andrew Tate went to jail. Whatever. But the reason. Like people think he is the most brilliant influencer. One of like one of the getting attention and and being talked about, whether it's good or negative. Um, But it just shows how fast he was a good marketer up to that point, marketing himself, whatever he was doing. But as soon as he said he was going to jail, his name blew up, trending on Google, trending on everything because it's negative.
1: That's literally the only reason I know who it is, because Twitter started suggesting his tweets to me. After he went to jail.
0: After he went to jail, the guy is brilliant. It's no different than Donald Trump. He loves people who talk negative. Donald Trump's going to jail. He's 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 on the golf course putting. You know, he, he loves. Everyone is saying his name. Oh, did you hear about Donald Trump? Did you hear about him? the guys loving it. It, it? Now, now, a different perspective person would say, "Oh my god, I don't want to be known about going to jail and getting into trouble." And da da da. These guys aren't in huge trouble. Like like the media is helping them build their brand oh
1: 100 i was watching the, the today show this morning while i was getting ready talking about donald trump mike pence testifying like you know how much he has to pay for that zero nothing and you know how many people are saying his name every day
0: millions, millions. and he does nothing for it so it just shows though we can sit and do all this positive content um but you need the haters just to help grow the, grow the brand and Twitter will start pushing you. Yeah. Don't, please don't go to jail though. No, no, no. I, don't, I, I don't was just, I was just jail. saying that you knew who Andrew Tate was. Did you know who he was before that? No, no idea. I didn't either. All of a sudden this guy went to jail and he's got millions of followers and is like a big deal. It's like, how is he sending tweets from jail? And how is he doing this? And he's doing it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and, and now the guy has like twice or three times the people that know him, uh, And I still don't even know what he does.
1: I don't either. I literally just know the name. Like I said, Twitter was, I'd get notifications, like suggesting tweets from him. Like, I don't know who this is.
0: In freaking sane. So I'm not telling you to go to jail. I'm not telling you to go out and steal anything to get your name known. I'm just saying, don't worry about the negativity if it is getting out there. I get into more conversations than I ever have used to building attention. I think that's what we started this as. Attention is like, attention, a money will find attention, right? Like if you're doing good things, people will perceive you as an expert if you keep talking about them because we're educating ourselves in apartments, entrepreneurship, real estate investing, whatever it is. And people are going to perceive us as experts because we mm-hmm. talk about it all the time. All the time. So anywho, um, but... Yeah, reels are a little mini ads that yep. build attention. Yep, that's how it was like. Once you understand some of the stuff, we we adopt. I don't know. It's Ryan's our coach now, mm-hmm. and and uh, so what else in marketing? Uh, what do you think? What do you think helps us? Where Where do you think help a viewer? Oh, because because reels, I think, like the short form to get to the long form. Because we're right. doing YouTube's now. We are. And I didn't ever anticipate that we're going to be sitting here doing podcasts even.
1: You didn't want to. You're like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) You literally were so defiant. You're like, I'm not doing a podcast. I was like, you need to do a podcast. I'm not doing a podcast. And then Ryan's like, you need to do a podcast. And you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Power of influence. Right.
0: Jen, I'm not going to listen to you. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Here's what I go into. I go into the prove it model. Right. Tell me why. Tell me how it's going to work and prove it to me that it works. Right. You know, and I think that's how you build ads.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, okay, you made 1.1 $1. $1 million dollars. Prove it. Well, here's why, and here's how I did it. Right. And then I had to split it with a partner, which carried it a comment. Right. But, um, yeah. yeah. Well, we're doing we're doing writing. Not that you're producing the writing. Right. Uh, how do we use the writing into the short form? Because I think people lose. Con- like, what do I make content about? I can't talk about the same thing every day.
1: Right. Yeah. So. You're writing on LinkedIn, so follow Mark on LinkedIn. It's down below. Yeah, follow me. <laughs> um,
0: It's like 12 or 13,000 people now. Yeah. Just in the last 90 days. We were at like a couple grand or I, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't many.
1: It wasn't many when we first started. And then um, you got a writer, so um, your posts go out every day. Um, so we just kind of check analytics on those, um, see what's doing well. And then we kind of repurpose those. Into reels, which I know not to throw you under the bus, but you struggle with that a little bit. You'd rather kind of just freestyle it almost. I would rather rip a topic than a reel. Like me asking you a dumb question. We use that a lot. I think,
0: yes, um, because I feel like the viewer, that's what they want to see. Right. Um, Different audience though on LinkedIn. Right. So it's for different hook lines, different demographic.
1: Right. So yeah, we kind of try to use the first. There's Usually a good hook right at the beginning, um, and kind of repurpose that into some reels. Um, but that's a lot of real estate content. Boring. Uh, yeah.
0: So what are we trying to do now?
1: Um, do more hobbies, a little more entertainment.
0: But that has nothing to do with real estate.
1: But it still pulls people in. But you can you can you can you can tie back. How'd you, how'd you buy your Tesla?
0: So, well, we're talking about a formula that we follow now. Right. That we should explain, the Cub formula, um, which I'm going to pull that up on my, my iPad here for we're talking about it. But basically, we're using our hobbies um, and uh, we tie in our hobbies to create a funnel. Basically, we have 80% of hobbies. That's what we're going to create reels about. And we're going to go down into, I don't know, it's 10% and 10% of expertise, which is something mastery. Like, I know how to pour concrete. I know how to do construction. I know how to do uh, some real estate buys. And then it's mastery. How to invest in real estate. Why to invest in real estate. How it can change your life. Um, It's really boring to talk about the bottom two. That's why we're in the 80% of the hobbies. I like golfing. I like Teslas. I like cars. Um, Whatever we like. Tesla tequila. We can talk about anything. But it attracts more viewers, right? So it's kind of I think the 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 funnel there is is hobbies into mastery type content. Right. But like the Cub formula, which we can't take credit for, we learned from Ryan again, mm-hmm. um, who's one of the coaches at, at Wealthy Creator, which we follow, and, and that's how we learn every day. But there's a Cub C U um, B, confusing. So no one wants to listen to... If it's confusing to you as you're delivering the message, it's going to be confusing to the listener. Uh, Unbelievable. Prove it. Prove that you made $1.1 How did you do it? Tell me the tactics. Tell me the details. Tell me what kind of transaction it was. Tell me how much the interest rate was. Whatever. Give all the details into proving it. And then boring B... If I'm just sitting here at a monotone voice and I don't say anything crazy, you're not going to watch this again because it sucks and it's boring and I can be boring but I'm learning. So anyway, the cub formula, I think it's helpful. Mm So CUB, confusing, unbelievable and boring which is, uh, there's all sorts of other things that we could talk about and uh, on how we deliver messages but how do you, how do you make a reel then? What kind of questions would you ask? Like how would the viewer think about this? It maybe they're a realtor, maybe they're they work at a car dealership. They sell cars.
1: You know, just like I've bought one car in my in my life. Like, how do you how do you buy a car? Like, how do I tr- how do I trade in my car? Oh, like I, don't, I have no idea. I have no idea. Who figures out the value of it? Yeah. How do how do why am I getting twelve dollars instead of? $112, like I don't know Like that's a really low I hope you're not getting $12 for your car <laughs> I do know that much Is that what the vehicle savers. worth? <laughs> it's, not, it's a Regal
0: I was going to say, oh the Buick Regal It's
1: a Regal Sportback I was going to say,
0: I might buy that for Stella and have her pay me back There you go 12 bucks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: $12 Jeez, Your parents would be very unhappy so with you So
1: upset <laughs> So upset But I did lease a brand new car Oh god, they'd be even more upset
0: It's like $600 a month with the insurance Oh god
1: We better not. But how to trade in a car. um, You know, just kind of stuff relevant to your niche. Yeah. Um, Just like the simple questions that you may overlook. Mm -hmm. Like, well, it's really easy for me. Like, I know this, but no, dumb it down. Like, tell me how to do this, why to do this. You know, your big who, what, where, when, why, how. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think you learned that in the third grade but yeah we all forget it and uh well like if you're going to buy a car what uh so you're figuring out what how do i know what my trade-in is how do i figure out what the payment is why are the floor mats only three dollars a month why are you know what you know why do i
1: need to pay for the floor mats? yeah right like. the floor mats come with the car or no right
0: um do i need the extended warranty is the warranty a gimmick right um, is your financing the best or should i go get different financing exactly Prove to me why what you're doing is the best and why i should do it exactly. right like that's kind of what we do so i always like to say like i usually ask my daughter when i'm thinking of a hook like hey she'll ask me like a dumb like why why is the junior living in one of our apartments well cuz we take care of him um well why does he shovel for us Well, he's taking care of the apartment and you pay him to do so. Um, So other people can get out and get to their car. Oh. Uh, But she just asked kind of the questions you need to do content.
1: Well, she's what, a third grader? Yeah. Like, perfect. Yeah.
0: (laughs) If I can dumb everything down that I do to third grade level, I'm a genius marketer. So you need to understand when you're delivering, if you're trading in your car, deliver it at a third grade level. Tell Jan at third grade level, how will this transaction's gonna work.
1: Like, what do I need? Like, do can I just bring my driver's license? Do I need right. like uh do I need anything else? Like right. I don't know. Well, one of
0: my like a question I'd have like why do I gotta be here for four hours?
1: I, that's true. Can I just
0: turn the <laughs> car in and like walk out and can, an e-sign?
1: Yeah, can I just here's here's the keys for the old car. Give me the keys to the new car. We're good. Like yeah. c- can it not be that easy? I bought
0: a Tesla. Um and uh I don't know why it can't be this easy. So I went on and in two and a half minutes, I had my deposit down on a Model S Plaid. That's my car today. Um, But I ordered the whole car. It's four options. Do you want the 21 inch wheels or the 19s? What color do you want it? White, blue, red, or I think that's it. And did you want the Plaid version or the long range battery version? That's it. Three clicks. Order now. Enter my Apple ID, hit a you couple buttons. Hit the button twice. Yep. A uh, hundred bucks down on it. Um, they sent me an email three months later. Hey, your car's ready. Uh, submit your insurance information and wire us 25 grand. You know, it was a $130,000 car, but right. I mean, it was just that simple. Enter your credit card again. Boom. It paid it. They sent me an email three months later. Again, your car's in. Do the full payment. And then they schedule the delivery. I was literally, they, I went there, it had an update on it. I don't think if it needed an update, it would have been a lot shorter, but I literally walked in, they're like, okay, let me see your phone, I'll wire the key, boom, it's on. And I said, well, you're gonna run me, like, through the car, are we gonna walk through and, like, hit all the buttons, and, like, this is gonna be an experience? No. They're like, figure it out. <laughs> There's six buttons in the car, bro. Go figure it out. we will see you later. Didn't hand me, didn't have me keys or anything. Just left some shit in the cubby hole and, uh, There's like some keys and like key cards. Like that was it. Like I literally spent less than 20 minutes on that transaction total from me on my phone to getting the wires in and and whatever. Like it was so simple. Jeez. I just don't. So he understood Elon figured out how to do it very simply. But I go order a Chevy. I need to figure out do I want the floor mats? Do I want the cup holder? Do I want a cigarette thing? Do I want a roof rack? Do I need a sunroof? Do I need 22s? Do I need 19s? Can it come with those tires? Or I need this package. It's like there's 458 options here. Literally. I'm like just give me the good one. <laughs> just give me the
1: like, good one. Like
0: can we do three models here? And no other options? Yeah. Like yeah I want the tow package. I got shit. Like they all should come with It's a pickup. Like I need the tow package. But Tesla just took all that shit out of it, made it very simple Mm -hmm. to order a car, and you can get it right now. So I think that's what they did very well. So, But if you listen to some of those content questions that we were talking about, to trade in your car, all you do is take a picture of it and send them the VIN number on the app, and they send you back, okay, Jen, we'll give you 19 grand for the Regal. And you turn it in. There's an inspection. Easy as that. Yeah, it was just like they simplified it. Yeah. Now, Nick Sherrick would probably have plenty of other options for me and tell me like why he can't do it that way. Yeah. But he understands why it's going that way because he came with me in this whole process.
1: Right. Yep. I remember that.
0: But we were sitting in a waiting room and you think like a waiting room in Tesla would be like this glorious place. No, it's a shithole. (laughs) Like literally with a garage door, a bunch of beautiful cars in the, you know, a bunch of Teslas all over. Um, There's a computer screen because people come in and order their car because apparently they don't know how to do it on their phone in two minutes. Um, and, uh, there's some shitty mints laying out in the middle. There's a Keurig machine that looks like it hasn't been touched since the day they bought it. Of course. And, uh, we had to sit there for an hour and a half, like in the waiting room. Well, that was like the worst part. Cause it like, ah, uh, we have to update it mm. and it's taking longer than we expected. Whatever. So... But it was like a very unpleasing experience. You're just sitting in a waiting room and it it feels like I'm in a hospital or something.
1: Well, I suppose people are not usually supposed to be there that long. No. Like it's just. That's why
0: the experience they put no money towards. Right. The building's a dump. Like it's literally a dump. But it's because it says Tesla. The brand is so good. I think honestly, if Starbucks didn't have like, they have like a presence, like people spend time there. But if people didn't spend time there if it was just a drive-through, I almost guarantee all their buildings would be shitholes with a Starbucks on it. Mm -hmm. And I almost think like Starbucks could put a sign on a shithole and people would still go there. Find the most run-down, Mm -hmm. worthless building. It's because the brand's so important. Right. So, I don't know. Again, another rant there, but that's my my take on building content. It's like they just, give me the simplest hack. Exactly. Like, let me fast-proof it in life. So, when you're thinking about content... Have your daughter or your son ask you like, or a Jen or a Jen find a Jen. Let's 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 walk around an apartment building. Why? W- What's that black mold on the wall?
1: Why is that mold on the wall? Like that? <laughs> I literally asked you that. Yeah. Or like the trim around the windows. I was like, Why is, was that trim? Yeah. Was, was that that was that what was there? Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and and so that's how we produce content. It's not overly thought about. Uh, it's asking the really stupid questions about things that people don't understand. And uh, if you can answer those questions, we call, it, I think Ryan Pineda calls them mini-ads. Right. It's all to lead them back to his longer form and his products mm-hmm. that he offers. So um, we should throw a name out for him. So if you're interested in content creation, put down in the comments the word content and we'll hook you up with a,
1: or just click the affiliate link in down below. I'll put the affiliate link down below yeah, yeah. that you can just you can just click on. And Jen makes it easier, <laughs> much easier. because yeah. I don't think you can. Can you DM on YouTube? I don't know, on YouTube. Oh, it's a comment. Yeah, on a you YouTube. You said comment. Yeah. Um, I'll just put the affiliate. But a lot link of people below. listen to this in
0: podcast form, so if I will
1: also put the affiliate link down below because you can put captions. Oh, okay. So if you click on the episode. You can find Mark's socials, um, the affiliate link. I'll put my socials in there. Yeah. So and on any episode, actually, I do that. Yeah. Link and, to Mark's newsletter as well.
0: And ask questions. Like we love questions because, like Jen and I, it's like, oh, why? What? Why are we doing it like this? What are we trying to do? Well, we're just trying to get better. And the more questions we get, we just refine. And you know, and and more people are curious about what we're doing, and that's why we're doing this podcast. I've actually had good conversations with curious people. Right. Why are we doing this? So that's reels, Mm -hmm. I think, in a basket of why you would do it. So why do we do the long form? Why are we doing podcasts and YouTubes and that?
1: You know, to kind of really drive in like that mastery factor. Like you do a long form on real estate investing or um, we've got like your storage how you yeah. did your storage, um, the luxury storage. Luxury storage. Luxury storage. You got it? I got it. Jen's learning a lot. I'm, I am. She not I only am. learned as an office manager
0: learning all this random stuff. Yep. But, but she knows content now.
1: Content, real estate. So, um, yeah, driving that, making you the expert almost. Um, that helps helps a lot. Um, but also, you know, we've got the Tesla videos out too. Those are fun. Um, Yeah. But yeah, just same thing, kind of the attention, um, but also, yeah, making your knowledge known, Mm -hmm. educating other people to a higher degree rather than just a quick minute-long video. Right. So.
0: Yeah, I think the long form, it's we build these mini ads to get you there. We want to provide you value. I want to show you the tips, hacks, secrets, but I need to go further in depth. That's where I do the long form. That's why we're talking like behind the scenes in this podcast. Behind the scenes is like, that's what I was always curious about. Like people were producing this content, like Mr. Beast, any of these big influencers, whatever. How are they doing all this though? Like, Right. I'm curious. I don't want to do any of it, but I'm curious about what they're doing and how they're doing it. What cameras they have, what are they doing? Um, but the long form, yeah, it really makes you the mastery of something. And the Tesla videos, Tesla's just getting views. percent, hundred percent. So if we're going for views, we're shooting Teslas. Is that getting me a bunch of good real estate guys together? Hell no. Most of those guys don't care. But I just kind of, I try to, What what I think we're trying to work towards now, which I think in this quarter is turning the views, the hobbies, into real estate or the boring stuff right so how do you get the things with that are exciting mixed in with the things that are boring you know i invest all my money into real estate well great great good for you but i drive a tesla so why do i drive the tesla because i made all the money from the boring things right so i'm trying to tie the two together that hopefully you can learn to do yourself and why it's important to learn it why is it important to pay down credit card debt
1: raise credit score
0: but you don't want you want a lower credit score if you're gonna buy a home. Oh yeah. I you know the presidency came out with that great rule, and like me with great credit score, I actually get punished. Yeah,
1: I forgot about so that. So I
0: think I'm actually gonna load up on my credit cards too. <laughs> I might get a Lambo and some cool shit. So my my Amex doesn't have a limit. So Ooh. Yeah, we can scan a few hundred thousand.
1: Good, good. I am looking for a new car. Remember? Oh yeah, Lambo. I I need something more practical, not less practical. Oh, you can put,
0: no, the engine sits on the rear tires. So it's got weight, so you can still get grip the ice. Oh, okay, I need just think uh, the views. Okay, oh, fair. I'm with Lambo Jen.
1: Lambo, I'm Lambo Jen. Okay, it's <laughs> a good nickname. <laughs> Lambo. Jen. Okay,
0: she got rid of the Regal and got into a, a, a Huracan. Oh God, Who's that a, a Lambo Lamborghini. You, need, you need to be
1: friends with. I don't remember Corinna something. She just bought David Dobrik a Lambo. I think oh. it was a Lambo. Yeah. Yeah. Just here's a hundred. Well, I don't even know how much they are. Here's a brand new. Probably 350. Brand new Lambo. Yeah. Bright red. Oh, light.
0: yeah. That's nice.
1: Just here you go.
0: Yeah. Well, it'll bring views. All right. Some people have been known for like their cars, but they've been known for their cars. They get the views and then they convert into something. Right. So I see why they did it um there's a couple guys in the space you guys know that space better than i do so we're trying to we try to utilize the tesla we probably should utilize it more a hundred percent yeah and we might have to buy something like really cool
1: he was gonna say circle back what i'm hearing is mark is buying me a lambo is that's what that's what i heard that's lambo gen that's what i heard so (laughs) (laughs) your nickname is now lambo gen i'll take it regal gen just doesn't have doesn't, the same doesn't have the same ring. Not the
0: same ring. I like Lambo gen. Um well, how if if say, let's go back to the YouTube thing in the long form because <laughs> we we got kind of off a little bit off the beaten path there, which is fine. Um how does someone go about shooting this and like how what's all the back end look like? Oh god. Like what's what's a hack like if someone wanted to shoot a YouTube cuz it's important. Right. What what would they do? You know, you said you're outsourcing some editing. I don't know if that's long form too.
1: That is long form as well. So the same the same um, VA that we have that edits um, our reels that we shoot um, also shoot or also edits um, our long form YouTube, um, which is helpful because when I was editing, it was pretty, as you would say, missionary. Oh yeah. Pretty basic.
0: Basic missionary. Not
1: too exciting graphics were minimal yeah um so i think i think that that helps that we have um a long form editor but yeah we just uh pick a topic you know whatever whatever. honestly
0: that's where we like to start right is the thumbnail think of the thumbnail because um, that's the title people you have to get them to click it could be the best video in the world if the thumbnail sucks, no one's going to click on it.
1: Well, even Stella said that. And the that. title, yeah. Like, my that was daughter the even first said, thing she said in the last, like, podcast we just shot. She's yeah. like, the thumbnail.
0: <laughs> if you haven't watched the podcast with my daughter, go and watch that. Like, yeah. the gal understands why she's clicking and... She's nine.
1: She's nine. Like, yeah. Keep up with the content. Yeah. So, we kind of start start there. Think of the title, the thumbnail. Um, kind of leave the script writing up to you because yep. you're the one who's going to, I got to deliver the message. You got to deliver the message. Um, and then I kind of think of, okay, do we need to do this more um, dynamically? Do we need to go to, to one of the apartments? Do we need to go out to sure. the storage units? Um, do we need to do anything like that? Um, if not, I kind of think of, of the scene then, do I want you sitting? Do I want you standing? Do I want you behind the desk? Do I want you sitting here? Like
0: what? It's final vision. That's yep. vision. Yeah. So you're working on yourself on that.
1: too. Yep. So, um, once we've kind of got all that down, then then we actually do the shooting. Um, we shoot it. Um, intro. The the main body usually there's a couple points in there. You're usually like here's the five things you need to know about doing your first real estate deal, whatever.
0: Oh, go subscribe to our YouTube (laughs) channel. If you haven't.
1: Yes. Um, But yeah, then you, you deliver it. Um, Once we're done shooting, um, put all the content on or all of the footage onto my hard drive um, and then upload it to, to Google drive, um, which is shared with, with our editor. Um, He edits it he also he we're having him do the thumbnails as well um for now we're testing it um and then yeah he delivers it i review it see if there's any edits that need to be made and then schedule it from there
0: wow so we post it um and it's so it's a whole process and like every platform youtube instagram um you know tiktok whatever platform you almost need a specialist in each platform because they all understand the algorithms of the different platforms. But your best real editor might not be your best YouTube editor. Your best, you know, it's not like an all-in-one. Like Jen was doing it all, but we understood that like if we wanted to go further, we need to find coaches and masters in LinkedIn, in Twitter, in YouTube, in Instagram. That's what we've been working on so much. And then now you're just trying to get it to the our whole goal is to get the vision and the content made yes. and try to outsource it because you can outsource it cheaper than we, we just don't know.
1: What we don't know. Right. We're learning. Exactly.
0: So if you guys are trying to build a personal brand, like you need to be outsourced. Like if you're editing yourself on your phone, it's it's a waste yeah, of time. Yeah. You're, you're not, you're just not going to go far with that. Right. Um, depends what your goals are. Your goal is just to have fun with it. Just have fun with it. Right. But I think, Everyone should be building a personal brand.
1: And we're just pushing out so much content. Yeah. That was also the issue. Yeah. Um, What are we pushing? Talk about that. Oh, God. Um, So, so much. (laughs) So much. We started Um, off with
0: like one reel every other. I don't know. What were we at? I mean.
1: I I don't even know. Were we even pushing reels like this time last year? Because I know we kind of started like the LinkedIn. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, Lately. But yeah, we're doing one LinkedIn post every day, yep. um, at least one. Um, I know we're kind of starting to repurpose reels in the yeah. afternoon, yep. pushing those, um, I think like 50 some tweets a week, 30 some tweets a week, yep. um, at least two reels short form a day. So that's on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Yep. And then three long forms a week on YouTube. So whether it be podcasts or the more dynamic YouTubes. So usually Monday we do um, your solo podcast. Um, You go live on Instagram. We also record that, put it out the next, the following week um, as a solo podcast. Gotcha. Um, And then... Wednesdays usually a podcast with a guest, and then Fridays either a dynamic YouTube or another podcast.
0: So, we were producing like before, I thought delivering like one reel a week, you know, was a big deal. Um, delivering a post each week and doing like a LinkedIn every day, like 10 to what, 15 pieces of content. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a big deal, but. Why? Why are we doing so much quantity then?
1: You know, just to get the exposure. Like the more, the more content you put out, the more often you're going to pop up on some of these feed. Um, so yeah, just to get that that growth, that exposure. Because um, I yeah. think it's like
0: up to eighty four pieces of content now. We're trying to push every week.
1: Yeah, something like that. So
0: eighty four times we're posting seven times every day. And this is just between reels, writing, posts, whatever it is, not to mention all the stories that we're trying to push yep. and whatever. And you have to get to a certain quantity. You have to 10x really like what you're doing. But I think what the most interesting part for like the listener is, am I spending every day all day on this? No. So when, what's, what's our timing? What's our schedule?
1: So it's going to shift a little bit. We did a little different this week. Um, but usually, um, we kind of block Mondays. You and I meet, kind of do meeting in the morning. Yep. Then we roll into shooting.
0: We talk metrics. Yeah. Scorecard. Metrics, we basically scorecard. see all last week, what worked, what yep. didn't, what, what did
1: What did the best, you know, um if there were any comments, good comments, bad comments, whatever. Um. But yeah, we meet and then we do, we'll shoot five to seven reels, kind of want to, Um and then um you go live on instagram
0: yes going Edna. live that's new that's mm-hmm. a new thing
1: too we're trying to do that um yeah so if anyone wants to go live with mark just hey just even let the, me the know.
0: contents if you want to get on this podcast let me know yeah let uh, us know yeah yeah that's no, um, good
1: so yeah trying to go live um and then i think before we were shooting youtubes on mondays i don't exactly remember um But usually we stick it to Mondays and Fridays. It's kind of our content days. This week we shot a YouTube on Wednesday, but yeah, it's it's what. But we're
0: I think the whole thing we're just bulking. Like it's bulk. Yeah, bulk shooting. Yeah, we're not like I'm not just doing 200. uh, We're trying to get 15 reels a week, but we do two hooks. So, so if I'm shooting, let's say I'm going to shoot seven reels after this, I'm grouping everything together. I'm not doing it seven different settings it would be impossible right but then with those seven reels i shoot two hook lines so i made 1.1 million dollars or how you can make over a million dollars in real estate i shoot those two hooks i give the body in the same conclusion you just switch the front hook line so we repurpose that into two reels yep which is important when you're producing that kind of quantity right right um, and it's yeah, it's degrade attention. It sees what works. It gives us more data. It gives us more exposure and attention. Yeah, um, gets me more reps because the more reps you do in this, the better you. And get. I am not good at it right away. Jen said I'm improving, which I'm hoping so.
1: Improving a lot, actually. <laughs> like I said, your reels used to be like three minutes long, like total content right. length, and now they're a minute or less.
0: Right. So you get better at shooting them. Um, and just spend time in front of the camera. It sucks. It's uncomfortable. It's miserable. There's self doubt. There's fear. There's judgment. Don't listen to it. Just do it. Um, the more you can do it, the more reps you can do. Um, you can produce a lot of good content quickly. I mean, you just block out that. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> unfortunately, that doesn't come just easily. Right. You keep working on it. But I even we did the state of the company last week. It's like I prepared probably the least of any of it.
1: And it went the best.
0: I well, that's what. We, yeah, we stuck on a timeline, mm-hmm. and and I knew the message I wanted to deliver. Uh, I knew the outcome of the message. It's just like you keep doing these things, and it's like, okay, well, this is simple. I'm just going to do this and right. be more dynamic with it. So, um, but is it important for people to be building a personal brand? I mean, what what good can come from it? Why are we doing all this?
1: You know, I think so. Um, Personally, I don't yet, yet with a question mark. I don't really need to, I guess. There's nothing that I'm pushing. Like, you're building the personal brand to get more exposure for Mac Capital, Mac Construction, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah.
0: But there's people with personal brands that have literally done nothing.
1: True. It's because they've got like... like when you're talking i don't remember we've talked about a lot but when you're talking about something a little bit earlier i was thinking about um oh people editing their own stuff i know a lot of people that have just gone viral on tiktok and just i don't know i don't personally know them but like i follow quite a few people that have yep just had one or two you know viral videos and they've grown all of this following for being a midwest mom or you know, Chick-fil-A guy. Yeah. Like (laughs) like, doing a dumb video. (laughs) Yeah. Like
0: creates attention.
1: Exactly. So, um, yeah, but I think, you know, personal brands, important, you know, your digital footprint, that's where if you're applying for a job or something, you know, you're not supposed to like when, like HR, when people are hiring, you're not supposed to really go and search social media, but that's, what a lot of people do or they hear your name they're going to check you out like no
0: one okay someone if someone knows I own Mac construction Mac whatever all these companies they're not going to search the company typically right if it's a big player
1: right they're what are gonna they are going to do you. they're going to go they're going to search for you
0: they're going to go to Google yep and they're going to type in your name and they're going to say shit this guy's on YouTube he's got weird thumbnails And he's on LinkedIn. Wow, he's got a bunch of followers. I think we have like 15,000, like globally between everything we have. Um, So hopefully, let's give an update every time we do this. Um, But it gives you credibility. I think that's what you're looking for. Like it's so hard to push brands nowadays. Right. Like Starbucks, yes, really powerful brand. Tesla, really powerful brand. Elon Musk, even more powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so... I'd I'd say yeah, Elon Musk, his name is way more powerful than the Tesla name. Yeah. He's lighting Rockets off. He's, you know, he's, he's it's like he's owning Twitter. Like Yeah, right. It, it, Elon Musk is the brand. And and people always love to feel they want to know like behind the scenes, like, oh, what do they do after work? And right, what do they like? What do they eat? What do they you're just curious mm-hmm. now? Like, right? you know, they're just human and Right. They do the same stuff we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you'll end up finding out. But yeah, they do a lot more things, a lot more productive things. So, um, so I think building a personal brand is huge. I I think it's harder to build Mac Construction's na- like a construction name that only adopts to so many people. Right. Um, but it's so much easier pushing a uh, a name of a person who has a face. It's just what marketing is nowadays. Right. I feel like mm-hmm. it's like Tesla's not on Twitter doing weird tweets no it's elon yeah it's you know it's the most powerful brands in the world are names um so i don't know that's uh it's worth talking about um well jen any last words for marketing advice someone can push into their what do they need to do step one and step two two steps two steps give us a two-step
1: Two steps. Um, and then I'll,
0: I'm going to ask you the two questions because I never asked you in the first. No, time.
1: you didn't. Because that was like the first one. The first one after Nick Shearix, wasn't it? Like, yeah. That was like. Yeah. I yeah. called it. The you were number two? F- the first episode of season two, I think is what I <laughs> the, the, what I said. Yeah. It was such a big gap. Uh, we didn't even have these. These are new. Yes, to me. Yeah, at we least. got sure
0: microphones. I mean, it's just like the full setup. We got a lamp. We got a plant.
1: Lamp, um, a plant. We got matching matching bugs. cups. Wow, I, did that on, I did that. I did that. That's purpose. impressive.
0: Um, we got three cameras. We got lights. Yeah, um, everyone's always. They're imp- not iPhones.
1: No, everyone's always impressed. They're like, wow, you have got quite the setup in here. Like,
0: and it was like we added it up, and it was like seven or eight grand total. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot, it's, but we it's use an the, investment. But we, we, we use it a lot. We
1: use it. We even use like the sure microphones to shoot reels. Yeah. So
0: the audio sounds phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Unless so Katie K-
1: screwed anything up. Sorry, Katie. Throwing you under the bus. This is the first time we've had all the switcher stuff and I have not Not ran it. Not ran it. So so
0: Yeah. Katie's uh she's an assistant in here now, uh making shit happen.
1: Yep. So, so two steps, two me. steps, two steps, give so, me
0: two actionable steps. If I was a
1: new creator and I want to build my brand. So your first step is going to be just to actually start. Oh, just do something. Put how, something How do out I get there. over the fear, judgment,
0: doubt? How just, do I even get to that first step?
1: Just kind of put it to the back of your head. Like, don't think about it. Don't look at the camera because like, that's me right now. I'm not even, like it's not there. Um,
0: I have you on my camera right now.
1: Oh, good. Thanks um so now sh- now i'm even more nervous <laughs> i'm even more nervous that you have your iphone out yeah. um it's you you did a. i don't even know stop it um here let me turn it around no okay keep going no um shoot a reel now i'm aggressively uncomfortable mark <laughs> <laughs> i'm making her sweat aggressively I'm you, uncomfortable the only
0: way you can make this all right jen what do you want
1: to talk about it's give me two <laughs> steps.
0: This is a real step.
1: Your first step is to actually just start, just start shooting something, record something, be uncomfortable like I am right now. Um, I hate looking at myself. It's going to be miserable editing this, this, this as well. Is miserable. Um, so your first step is just to start. And then your second step is to post it. Um, and then repeat those two steps, reshoot, repost, reshoot, repost. You'll get more eventually more comfortable. Are you, you're not as uncomfortable as you used to be,
0: no, correct? No, I mean I don't give a shit now. Yeah. Repurpose, repurpose, repurpose.
1: I cannot even look at myself right now.
0: You need to put that away. Okay. Um, I got a video of Jen. So it just shows you, though, that it is super uncomfortable. Correct. Even to get to step one, mm-hmm. you 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 step, you, you look different. You presented yourself different once I had. Yeah, you I sat up. Yeah, she's like, I, oh, my like god. oh my God. I'm like, what oh the god. hell are we doing here? Oh my god. All right, why am I sweating? There's a oh phone. But there's three cameras over here, but I'm not worried about those because I'm worried I'm, about
1: this. it's more yeah. Ugh.
0: So, uh, there's your two steps. Get over the fear and judgment, commit. Like if you're going to do it, like my daughter said, she was going to do what? On YouTube in 30 days.
1: Yeah. She's going to start a channel in 30 days. And then she was going to, in five years, she's going to have more subscribers than you. Yeah. She did say that. And then that, well, Oh, I hit myself in the face. I'm getting the shakes. The shakes are really hitting now because of that coffee. (laughs) um, um, she also said that her podcast would have the most views, which I think that mine will, so...
0: Oh! Let's, we're gonna, challenge accepted,
1: Stella. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. Produce
0: freaking content. I don't care what you do. Turn the phone around or flip it. It has a camera that faces you. Mm-hmm. I just made Jen sweat because she's not used mm-hmm. to producing content. But use that piece of content and hit post. I guarantee no one gives a shit what Ever you know, they may comment on it, whatever, who cares, but you will feel better once you post. And like I said, it is a muscle. Mm-hmm. I sucked at it too. And I think I still suck today. Um, hopefully my followers are more than 15,000. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I still do suck. So um, it, I, it takes longer for me to understand something and it takes longer for me to do it before I understand it. But honestly, commit, get to step one and hitting post. Whatever it is, just literally hit post.
1: Just put it out there. Yeah. Just get it out there.
0: Yeah. My wife sweats even worse than you did. I know. But it was funny how you like got into a different <laughs> position and you like acted different. And, like, like Yikes. you have camera persona. Yeah. Like it's a real thing. When you turn around, it's like, oh, it's my hair, my
1: eyelashes, good, and
0: you know whatever. I, I'm thinking of a girl. But. Yeah.
1: I keep I keep adjusting my hair. Yeah. Right here. Oh okay. Gosh.
0: Yeah. Does it is it weird? So yeah. Anyway, hit post and then you know what? Keep hitting post. Commit once mm-hmm. a day. Um, commit to two reels a week. You don't have to do it every single day. I don't feel good every day. Right. I don't want to post every... There's times when I come in, it's like, I don't want to do any reels today. I don't tell Jen that. She could probably just see in the performance of it. that I, I can like, tell. I'm like, my brain's not a good... Weir- I'm just in a weird spot. i just not thinking about things <laughs> right. I feel weird. I don't want to do it. Um, so that's why batching content is so important. You know, Batch it when you do feel good. Anytime I go somewhere, I shoot a dynamic... I have someone else record me, ask me a dumb question. I answer it to the best of my ability to help provide someone value. Keep it very simple. But Mm -hmm. hitting post and repurposing it is is a powerful tool. Yep. Um, I think there's a lot of power in a brand. It's an investment. You're not going to see any outcome right away. My 15,000 followers is not making millions. I'll guarantee that. I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about five years from now in 2028, I guarantee that I'll have made more connections. I've already bought apartments from this. I've found employees from this. I've found more things than I've ever did marketing Mac Construction just for a job. I've got more people calling me wanting to do deals. It freaking works. And it's just a new style of marketing. I don't, yeah, I never thought we would sit here and do this though. Right. But Jen just did it. She has a reel coming out. so oh, She's going to hit post. I can't. I'm going to have to her edit it or Katie edit. It. Someone's going to have to edit it. Yeah maybe we'll have Katie do it and post it for you without even you looking at it. Cause many times I don't even see them. I know you don't. Um, so uh, whatever content comes out, that's Jen's fault. It's if it's not good.
1: Thank you. <laughs> except for, except for this, but I have to Katie's deliver the sh- message. Katie's shooting this on. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> fair enough. So whatever we can, uh, we all lean on each other and that's how we get better. But yeah. Um, Okay, two questions, Jen. I guess Let back. me guess.
1: Let me guess. What does unfollow the herd nope. mean to you? Nope. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Nope. What are you gonna ask me then?
0: If in five years.
1: Oh, I mixed them up. <laughs> <laughs> I mixed them up. I did the wrong order.
0: Okay, well maybe I should ask you a different question.
1: I don't I don't care.
0: When you were twenty years old, what do you most regret? Ooh not doing. Ooh. You what know, would you have wished you have done?
1: Probably back to that internship thing. I wish I would have gotten out of out of Menards. Wish I would have done something elsewhere to get a little bit more experience. Um, because I, all of the stuff that we're doing now, I'm all self-taught. Like oh, I yeah. didn't. I did photography yeah. before. I have photography business on the side, um, but never any video. So I wish I would have done something. Else. I would have. I wish I would have gotten out and experienced something more related to communications or marketing,
0: and just got gone down that path. Yeah, gotcha. Sooner, sooner. Yeah, sooner because you're like
1: twenty six. I'm gonna be twenty eight in June. Twenty
0: eight. So, okay, I gave her the credit. So. I got to think other questions. Jen does these podcasts all the time, so I'm thinking of other questions off the top of my head. Um, how do you think, since we talked about fear, judgment of others, self-doubt, how do you think that has held you back at all? Ooh. Because you don't, you're not the person that wants to be in front of the camera. No. usually behind the camera. Yep. So how do you think some of those things have held you back or what would you tell someone else who is in the same position, which is 99%. Um,
1: you know, I'm always worried about what I look like. Like I've always,
0: do you or, think someone or, cares?
1: Probably not. We're going to get, <laughs> we're going to get a little deep here for a second. I've always been kind of the chubby kid. Okay. You know, we're working on that. It's one of my goals. You oh, know yeah. that. Um, hey, say that. What's
0: um, the goal, Jen? My goal is to lose 50
1: pounds by the end of the year.
0: Do we want to like say weights and figures or, or we just want to like have an update?
1: Um, we can do an update. I'm down six pounds. Six. It's something. Down
0: six. It is April 28th. It's the 28th. 28th. Yeah. April 28th. Um, but I
1: also just started dieting and working out like within the last month. So like this is, this is a recent thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I've always been the chubby kid. So I have like, I don't want my picture taken. I don't want to be on video. Like I don't like to look at myself like that. So it's just kind of getting over that because no one else cares. You don't look at me any different. Like, Katie doesn't look at me any different. No one cares. There's chubby people
0: on film all the time. Yeah.
1: Like, (laughs) I'm no different than, like, it's not a big deal what I look like. Okay. Like, just kind of. So that's number one. Just kind of getting over that. Yeah. There's got to be more than that. Is that it? That's That's, the
0: only thing that holds you back from getting in front of the camera? Yeah. Just the self-doubt of that. Wow.
1: And maybe sounding stupid, saying the wrong thing, but. That's everybody. Yeah.
0: So. So how do you overcome that? How does that held you back? Um, Like maybe throughout life, you could say as a kid, I don't know, whenever you had these thoughts.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I don't have a whole lot of like pictures of myself, I guess. Like I just kind of wish like, I'm just glad I don't have kids yet. So I don't regret that like i know a lot of people are like oh i wish i would have taken more pictures of myself with my kids whatever blah 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 but like even growing up i was literally always behind the camera my mom would give me like disposable cameras on the last day of school i have like pictures from like fourth grade yes of just like god i love
0: their disposable cameras the class Yeah.
1: yeah so i don't but there's like one picture out of however many they take of me so um yeah just it doesn't matter. Like, I'd rather have that memory than yeah. Like, oh, I don't have You're any living pictures the self of myself. Of what yeah. you look like? That's, yeah,
0: that's what you hated.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't matter. Like,
0: it, it doesn't. In it matters to you, though. right?
1: But no one else cares. Like, it's whatever. Like, I'm cool. As shit, I don't know about. I'm well, it
0: obviously affected you because you were yeah. worried what other people thought.
1: Yeah. Well, like even, even still, like back to your pulling out your iphone and, and adjusted sat up like oh god
0: i'm good i'm good
1: yeah um but yeah it doesn't matter yeah, i do cool. i need to shoot more content like i don't know
0: it's <laughs> probably the last thing you think about 100%. is shooting more content Hundred <laughs> percent. yeah we're shooting content on fridays yeah it's our
1: thing hammering it out
0: um Well, no, it's important. I think it could help a lot of people. So how did you, how do you overcome that? Or how, obviously you
1: haven't overcame it completely. No, Um, Just trying to remind yourself, remember that, you know, you may think it matters, but it really, really doesn't. It really doesn't. Like no one's, oh, she's fat or, oh, this or whatever. It's, oh, hey, that was a good message. Like what she said was impressive, like... Mm -hmm. You know, she knows what she's talking about. She's cool as shit. But
0: And most of the most of that never hit the viewer's mind even. Right. Especially if they're listening to this. They don't even
1: know. Exactly. Yeah. You (laughs) don't But (laughs) yeah, do not go watch this on YouTube if you're on Spotify. Thank you very much. I don't know if it would change if the cameras were gone. Maybe a
0: little bit. I mean you wouldn't need a set or anything. No,
1: you wouldn't need a set. Um but that's such a big thing. Like I love the the kelsey brothers podcast oh okay and it's oh, got some video yeah and they rip them into short reels but oh. they do it virtually because they're not in the same oh sure not in the same city but it just uh, catches more attention i think yeah but
0: well we're uh, after that we'll have to amic mimic whatever they're doing or something
1: yeah they do funny shit all the time they just rip on each other because they're <laughs> brothers so well,
0: i won't rip on you jen
1: i appreciate it thank you
0: okay jen Thank you for coming on again. We're gonna yes, give an welcome. update. We're six pounds down, forty-four to go. <laughs> Thanks um, for the reminder. You're in the, you're in the midst of it. We're we're uh, we're through April damn near. Yeah. Uh
1: we're sitting on seven months left. Yeah. And this'll probably go out. in two months. I'd a month, month probably. Yep. So so
0: let's uh we're gonna get an update again on this. Jen, thank okay. you so much for what you do. Yes. Um very important in this case and, and getting these produced and out. And guys, if you guys have any marketing questions, ask Jen. She literally does all the back end for us. There's not a big team. It's literally Jen and some editors that have, uh, we delegate mm-hmm. basically things off her and um, ver- really helpful, whatever. If you guys were wanting to produce your own kind of content, we will see you in the next one. Peace.